The 2023 NBA season is finally here, and the Heat tip it off on Wednesday evening at the Kasaya Center against the Detroit Pistons. They are eight-and-a-half-point favorites over under not set currently. I'm not sure why, but we're going to break down today's or the first matchup of the season for the Heat in today's show. I am Nick Roloff. But before we get into the nitty gritty, I do have to tell you guys, we are going to be live for the game. We did four watch parties for the Heat preseason. We finally have a regular season watch party underway on Wednesday. See this thumbnail? Click on it, subscribe, join the channel, hit those notifications because you won't want to miss a thing this Wednesday or any other watch party the rest of the way. All right, let's jump into some injuries news for both teams because both squads are already banged up. We haven't even got to game one of 82, but injuries are hitting both squads. And Bojan Bogdanovic and Monty Morris have already been ruled out for the Pistons in this game. And those are two big pieces. Monty Morris projected to be the backup point guard, arguably the sixth man for that team. And Bojan was probably going to start at small forward or power forward, depending on what they wanted to do with their lineup. He's a 20-point-per-game scorer. So he dodged a bullet with two key players for Detroit not playing. Now the flip side, though, the heat injury news is also pretty big because Jaime Hawkins Jr., the 18th pick in the last NBA draft, he was kind of limited in today's practice, participated, did some contact, but was being monitored by the coaching and training staff the entire time. Same goes for Caleb Martin. So those two are likely going to be questionable for the Heat's first game. Haywood Highsmith and Josh Richardson both did not participate in practice today for the Miami Heat. Haywood Highsmith will not be playing. He has that left knee sprain. He is going to not play. He's going to be reevaluated re in two weeks. Josh Richardson is more likely going to be that questionable decision for this game, dealing with that foot problem. But I think he ultimately sits out for the first week of the season, and they start looking at him to make his impact in the second week of the season. But when I'm thinking injury news, I'm more likely looking at Jaime Jaquez Jr., the rookie, Hurt his groin in practice the day after the Heat's first preseason game, about two weeks ago to the day. So it's going to be intriguing to see if he's going to be able to play with that groin injury. I lean holding him out, let him rest up and get ready to go for that second week of the season like Josh Richardson. But hey, he practiced today alongside Caleb Martin. So maybe Jaime Jaquez Jr., Triple J, is ready to go. But I want to know, who do you got? Are the Heat starting off the season 1-0? I sure hope so. If you do, type your MIA. If you think the Pistons get the upset in the Kasaya Center, type your DET. Let me know in the comment section. Here is the Heat's projected rotation for the first game of the season. With Josh Richardson banged up, it becomes pretty clear that your starting backcourt's going to be Kyle Lowry and Tyler Hero. Jimmy Butler, who didn't play an entire preseason at all, he is going to be starting at the three, bam, at the center, and then they will be going with Kevin Love at the four. That is not a lock, but it seems like everything is trending towards that. And then your bench in that five-man rotation for the Heat, it's going to be Caleb Martin, Thomas Bryant, Duncan Robinson, Nikola Jovic. I have Josh Richardson on there. I don't think he plays. And it's kind of tough that the Heat might have to go to a nine-man rotation in game one. But I'm not trying to see Drew Smith or like Jamal Kane in game one of the NBA season. So that's probably going to be your nine-man rotation. Ten if Josh Richardson plays. 
Now looking at Detroit's projected rotation, you got Cade Cunningham and Jaden Ivey starting in the backcourt. And then with Bojan Bogdanovich out, I don't know for sure, but I feel like Ostar Thompson, the fifth overall pick, in this past NBA draft from Overtime Elite, will get the start at the three. They go over more of a guard-heavy lineup. Osar is very athletic. He'll be able to guard Jimmy Butler from a pure length standpoint, but he is a rookie. I wouldn't expect. I wouldn't be surprised if Jimmy Butler took the rook to school. And then we'll talk about these two more in depth in a little bit. But Jalen Duran and Isaiah Stewart in that front court, that is a very deadly duo that the Pistons have there. The Pistons bench is not good, though. Alec Burks, Marvin Bagley, Killian Hayes, Joe Harris, and James Wiseman. Decent bench uh, depth, but outside of the starting guards, it gets a little rough. We'll dive more into the X's and O's in this game and what I'm watching for. But first, we got to give a shout out to today's sponsor, and that is Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports app on the planet, and I have had so much fun playing Prize Picks recently. I've already made some selections for opening night of the NBA. I mean, I'm combining the first games with Steph Curry playing the. Suns and then LeBron playing the Denver Nuggets. Price picks, they even give you a little uh, free money, if you will, because they're giving half a point on Steph Curry, obviously taking them more. I'm taking more on LeBron James, six and a half assists against the Nuggets tomorrow evening. And then I'm taking more than on Wednesday night, Bruce Brown, four rebounds. I think Brown gets the job done in Indiana. But if you go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS, you'll get that first deposit match up to $100. I've had so much fun playing prize picks. I play it almost every single day. I implore you guys to join me. prizepicks.com slash CLNS. Use code CLNS for that first deposit match up to $100. All right, let's break down some things that I'm looking at for the Miami Heat in their first game of the season. And it starts with the backcourt. Kyle Lowry and Tyler Hero likely going to be that starting duo in that court backcourt. And the defense is going to be something we have to keep our eye on. We know Tyler Hero is not the best defender. And at Kyle Lowry at age 37, he's also not the best defender. So how are they going to stop the duo of Cade Cunningham and Jaden Ivey? Two young cats that are very athletic and very smart for their young age. And if you look at what they each did in their rookie season, because last year, Jaden Ivey out of Purdue, it was his rookie year. Cade Cunningham only played in 12 games last season, so I'm not even looking at his statistics last year. So I'm going back two years to his rookie year. A dynamic backcourt. 17 points, 16 points, five rebounds to four rebounds, five assists to five assists. The efficiency for the young duo is not great, but they are both athletic. They are both capable of attacking the cup, getting to the rim. And if you're just looking at isolation defense, uh, Kyle Lowry is not going to be able to stay in front of either Jaden Ivey or Cade Cunningham. And uh, let's just call a spade a spade. Tyler Hero is not going to be able to do that either. So the Pistons sneaky cause matchup issues for the Miami Heat when you look at X's and O's. I trust Spolstra to get the job done, but hey, Tyler Hero and Kyle Lowry are going to have their hands full trying to defend Cade Cunningham and Jaden Ivey. Next on what I'm looking for, Jimmy Butler makes his 2023 debut. Like I mentioned, he had no experience in this preseason. He was dealing with a dental procedure. I mean, I'm not, I put that in air quotes, but he actually did have a dental procedure. It's just funny that it kept him out of five preseason games. That's not really adding up. But this is Jimmy Butler's fifth season 
on the Miami Heat. And in the first four, we know what Jay Butt has been able to do. 20 points per game every single year. Good rebounding numbers. The efficiency's good. Three-point land, not so much. But Jimmy Butler is an assassin in the mid-range, the free throw line, and getting to the cup. I'm excited for Jimmy Butler's fifth year in Miami. Finally get to see him tomorrow. And I don't think it's going to be another... I think it's going to be a statistical year like the ones you see on screen. I think Tyler Hero and Bam and Abai are going to have to take those offensive leaps for this team to take the next step. Speaking of taking the next step, are the Heat going to have a bounce-back year in the regular season? Do the Heat win more or less than 45 and a half games this NBA season? Type M for more, type L for less. I'm typing my M's. I think they get 47 this upcoming season. All right, next to what I'm looking for is Keep Stu, Isaiah Stewart, if you didn't know who that was, and Duran off the glass because they are two of the best rebounding big men that the league has. Stewart averaged 2.3 offensive rebounds last season for the Pistons, and Jalen Duran, the rookie out of Memphis, averaged 3.4 offensive rebounds in the, his rookie season. So Kevin Love, Bam Adebayo, Thomas Bryant, if the Heat go small with Caleb Martin, that is going to be something I am concerned about in this individual matchup because you got two big men. The, Isaiah Stewart can space the floor as well. So they have a sneaky good duo when you have Stewart on the outside, Duran on the inside. They both crash the glass. They're both athletic. It's going to be tough for the Heat to keep them off the boards. If they can, though, they will win tomorrow night. Last thing I'm looking at is the Heat need to make threes. And this is obviously cut and dry. Every team needs to make threes to win. But when you really think about the Miami Heat last season, they were horrific at shooting from beyond the arc. They were 27th in the NBA in three-point percentage last year at 34.4. That's part of the reason why they had the seventh-best record in the Eastern Conference and were about four minutes away from getting kicked out of the NBA playoffs in the play-in against the Chicago Bulls. And then Max Struess took over, and they were able to get to the playoffs, and then the rest is history. But the main storyline of the Heat season is their three-point shooting. If they're able to become a good three-point shooting team, they will be a top-half team in the Eastern Conference and make noise once again in the postseason. The only reason why they went on the run last year beating the Bucks, beating the Knicks, and beating the Boston Celtics is because they finally became an above-average three-point shooting team. If they revert back to that below-average borderline awful three-point shooting team, they're going to struggle to win games this year. But if they get to that little average, give me 15th best in the NBA, and I think the Heat are going to have a good regular season. Before we head out of here, just want to remind you guys one more time to subscribe to the Heat Report because we're doing watch parties all season long, and they kick off the regular season watch parties, at least, with this game tomorrow, Pistons Heat. We even got Jimmy Butler's emo hair. Uh, <laughs> headshot on there for you guys. So if you see that thumbnail, click on it, join us. It'll be a lot of fun. So hopefully I see you Wednesday evening.